0: Algar Productions. Productions.
1: Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Christy Brannan as Felicity Brimstone. Previously... Contentment Corner's librarian, Candida Prim, wanted to be a witch.
2: I want to be a witch.
1: But her lifelong friendship with Felicity Brimstone, a demon and adopted and raised on Earth by humans, was frowned upon by Candida's mentor. Felicity's birth mother, the demon Bazalakesh, also did not approve. Overwhelmed by the pressure, Candida and Felicity eventually reached the breaking point and banished their maternal authority figures to hell, like you do.
2: I cast thee
3: hence. What the hell?
1: Five years passed, and as Candida continued to defiantly shirk her witchy responsibilities, the naturally talented erasure Dela Cruz began to take an interest in the craft. You're
3: a witch! Not yet, I'm not.
1: Erasure approached Canada with the earnest desire to hone her skills and form a proper coven. Candida refused. So, exercising her rights under witch law, Erasure challenged the senior witch to a duel, and Canada handily defeated the young upstart with surreptitious assistance from her demonic friend, Felicity.
3: Wait, what was it? Take this! Ow.
1: But Erasure formed her own coven, and in a bold act of revenge, banished Felicity to hell. Like you do.
4: What? What's happening? Well, I can't be sure, but I think this little girl is trying to send me to hell. Yep, that's a hell portal. This isn't good. For me. In case I wasn't clear about that, you're all probably going to be fine. Ah!
1: An act that Erasure almost immediately regretted. Intent on setting things right, she and Candida put aside their differences and swore to do everything in their collective power to rescue Felicity from Hell. But as our story begins, Felicity's journey is just beginning.
5: Forsaken souls, welcome to Hell. Well, (laughs) welcome. Nobody is welcome here.
4: Can I leave then?
5: Silence! There's always one.
4: I'm making an impression. Oh, come on, that was funny. Nothing?
5: You're in hell. And part of the complex interlocking web of eternal torments for you here is that none of your jokes will ever land. Unless you inadvertently say something offensive. And I mean, like, super racist. Then everyone will remember that forever and quietly judge you.
4: I'm from the Midwest. I'm used to quiet judgment and casual racism for that matter.:
5: I'm Zach Sizel, the administrator, and this place, in accordance with Hell's recent corporate restructuring, is a regional hell specific to the town of Contentment Corner, North Dakota. Look around. You may see some familiar souls, especially if you all died on a bus together.) <laughs> Maybe you'll even see friendly faces. They are not your friends. You have no friends here, only in this tournament. And while we have, as I mentioned, undergone some institutional restructuring, our mission statement remains the same. You know the one. It involves hope and the abandonment thereof. All right, I think that about covers it. Please proceed from this vestibule area into the first circle commonly known as Limbo.
2: Babies? This really is hell. Rose. Those are the condemned souls of the unbaptized, forever destined to dwell in Limbo.
4: Ugh! Hey, you're some kind of... I was about to say some kind of demon, but big deal, right? So am I. Doesn't seem to earn you any kind of preferential treatment around here. Indeed not. So, what's your
2: story? I am your... Companion, your guide. There is no word in your language for what I am. You'd think there would be, but there's not. My
4: language? I mean, I was raised speaking English, but I know some demon. Malus, demon, horrendum, malum. Ah, your accent is...
2: What are you even saying? Evil, demon, horrible, bad? It probably loses something in the translation. I don't think it does. In any event, as the mighty Zaxazel stated, This is Contentment Corner's specific hell. Midwestern American English will be just fine, thank you.
4: So, do you have a name, or...? You couldn't pronounce it. I bet I could. I'm a demon. I can pronounce lots of stuff. My name is not important. If I'm going to spend an endless eternity with you, it's pretty important. Once I dated a guy for six months and I never actually learned his parents' names, it just got more and more awkward with every Hey you and jokey Jeff's dad until... Unless... wait... Is this part of my torture?
2: No, well, not officially. Now that I know it bothers you, maybe I can put it in paperwork for some bonus points.
4: All right, I'm just gonna guess. I really wish you wouldn't. We seem to have nothing but time. Yes, but- Jessica. Yes? Oh, you've got to be kidding me! Really, it's
2: Jessica? <sighs> yes. Seriously? Man, I'm good at this. Yes, all right, great job, fine. It's not like you win anything. This isn't rumpled stillskin. And you're still in hell. And yet they haven't managed to take away my smug sense of superiority. Yet.
4: (laughs) Jessica. Look,
2: there are only so many syllables, okay? And just because something sounds cute and harmless from your limited cultural perspective... Didn't you say you were from Contentment Corner? Doesn't mean it's not an unholy and profane utterance in some other civilization unknown to you. Whatever you say, Jess. Can I call
4: you Jess? How about Jessie? With an I and a little heart over the eye.
2: Oh, there's something Zaxazel didn't tell you. If I, I being your companion, decide that you're not experiencing enough torment, I am authorized to move you to the next circle of hell.
4: Suits me, this place is boring. I don't feel tormented at all. F-minus-minus would not recommend. Right. Level two, then! I'm sure you think you sound scary, but it's not working for you, (laughs) Jesse.
1: Meanwhile, back on Earth.
2: Combine six thimbles full of dew with a sprinkle of toad spittle, then add the deadly nightshade. Wow, that's a lot of deadly nightshade.
3: Yeah, I stole it from the dry cleaners where I work. I'm sure Alistair won't miss it.
2: You know, I'm always a little disappointed that we never get to chant double, double, toil and trouble.
3: Right? The only way I can get any of mine to rhyme is mixing up my syntax and talking like Yoda. Which, like, cheating it feels.
2: Alright, that should do it. Apparently not.
1: Hell, level two.
4: Behold, level two! Alright, I'm beholding. Just give me a second. Oh yeah, this is much scarier. I'm really quaking in my leg warmers here. Hey, is that... It is Zizix Jones.
2: Ah, yes. The infamous cosmetics tyrant. In our clutches at last.
4: What do you mean at last? You'd have to add at least three or four more extra deadly sins to account for all the crap she did on Earth. And that's just the stuff I know about. Anybody deserves to be down here.
2: Of course she deserves to
4: be down here.
2: But with a name like Zizix, some people just assume she was a demon.
4: Oh, I get it. You people do like your X's and your Z's. The occasional Jessica notwithstanding. Miss
2: Jones is experiencing one of our more classically ironic punishments. Each of her organs is being slowly devoured by a different creature she tortured in life. And each morning, she wakes up with her organs intact. And the process starts anew. It's really quite agonizing, if you
4: must know.
2: Yeah, it looks it. Good luck with that. Here we are. This is your torture. A gym, huh? Yes. And you're scheduled to instruct an aerobics class.
4: Oh, please don't throw me in there. Not the
2: briar patch. Oh, you think you're in a comfortable place. But you just try stretching out in a seriously constricting pair of tights.
4: Huh. These are pretty tight. Definitely tighter than I usually like them to
2: be. Go on, Felicity. The class is waiting. Well, all right. Ha! Your tights are ripped! You must be mortified!
4: Not really. Just about everyone else here is already naked, and seeing my well-toned butt is hardly a torment for anyone. Ready? And one, two, eyes up here, people!
2: Damn it! Level three!
6: Ah, Miss Brimstone. Welcome.
4: Hey, stop that. Yeah, they don't like it when you welcome people here. You're Alistair, right? The dry cleaner? I didn't even realize you were dead.
6: A temporary inconvenience, to be certain. I've made many a sojourn in this plane, and a myriad other metaphysical realms. I suppose I should apply for some sort of frequent floater program.
2: Oh, now what? Felicity! Felicity, can you hear me?
4: Candida? Oh, thank you. What? I can't say <laughs> in we <laughs> trust? As <laughs> as my witness? Gilbert free- <laughs> Actually, that makes sense.
2: Felicity! I can barely hear you! It's very
4: boring in here! Can I leave now? No!
2: You can't leave! This is hell!
6: I beg to differ. Or was my frequent flyer reference not suitably troglodized for this audience? I can if necessary, bring the rhetoric down to a simmer. Have you any of that chewing confection? Might we conjure up a brick wall for me to gesticulate in front of?
2: Felicity, we're trying to get you out of there, but we- We? Who's we? You're not allowed to receive outside calls here!
1: Erasure and
2: me!
4: Erasure? Isn't she the one who sent me here in the first place? Yeah.
3: Felicity? Hi. Very sorry about that. Trying my best to fix it.
6: Is that Miss Delacruz? Excellent. You'll take a memorandum, won't you? I'm currently lingering in another plane of existence, and so I require you to mind the operation and maintenance of the cleaners. And feed Severin, legally or otherwise. And thoroughly oil my cursed Newton's cradle. Woe betide you, however, if you employ the W D hyphen forty. You won't survive the assault of entitled clacking. No, oh, and one more matter.
4: Felicity, we're losing you. Damn it, Eventide! Shut up, so I can talk to my friend. None of this is allowed.
2: Can't bring you back until they
4: release you.
2: <laughs> God damn it! Oh, that I can say. This is getting ridiculous. You're not even a little bit tormented. We're skipping ahead to level eight. Sure, whatever.
6: Reverse salutations. Should my unfinished business upon the mortal plane be resolved by the time you return there yourself? She's not
2: going back.
6: I extend to you a 15% discount on your next dry cleaning order of $50 or more.
4: Hey, thanks.
2: (laughs) Okay, so now what? now is level eight. We're not playing around anymore. This is where the serious sinners go for serious punishment.
0: Oh, uh, hey there.
2: Case Cutchington?
4: Seriously? Contentment Corner's resident con artist is a more serious sinner than the actual guy from Phantasm or the woman who manually tortured small animals because her cosmetics company wasn't cruel enough?
0: Listen, I'm a bad dude. You don't know what I've done.
4: Okay, so tell
2: me.
0: W- what now? Uh... I killed a guy.
2: No, you didn't.
0: Sure I did. You don't know what I didn't. Why else would I be here?
2: It is not my place to question the profane plan. What is here, exactly?
0: Well, they have me shoveling coal out of the midsection of a giant human figure who is also me, so every time I cram the shovel in, it does that.
4: So can't you just stop digging?
0: I mean, you'd think so, but I'm weirdly compelled to.
4: Yes. Hellish, isn't it? Actually, it is a little bit. For a damn change.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, n- nice talking to you, but this uh, unholy effigy of myself isn't gonna torture itself. Myself?
4: Sure. Hey, why does he still have an eye patch? Do you actually carry your handicaps with you into the afterlife? Felicity. Finally. Oh, Demon Mom. Felicity, I am extraordinarily
5: disappointed in you!
4: Hang on, I thought I banished you to- To
3: hell?
4: Oh, right. Not
3: only did you betray me and everything your kind stands for, not only did you forsake your demonic destiny and spend the past
5: half an earth decade watching television and playing Dungeons and
4: Dragons! I also work in a gym. Silence! Not only
3: did you fail to bring about a single legitimately odious demonic plague when charged with such by your own demonic sire Yes? I was going somewhere with this. All right.
4: You're no daughter of mine Oh. Well good. Good Yeah, good. If I'm not your daughter, then you have no connection to me. Therefore, you have no expectation of me. Therefore, you can't be disappointed in me.
3: Wait, what?
2: Seriously, she's been doing this sort of thing since she got here. Oh, clever girl.
3: She truly is the spawn of Bazalakesh the pernicious,
2: painful wronger of
5: rights,
4: My Well, if that's the case, and you are willing to acknowledge me, that must mean you're not completely ashamed of me, right?
5: No. I mean...
3: No? Right. No?
2: Don't just shrug at me, damn you! I'm out of my depth here, your loathsomeness. This is hell! We contain infinite depths!
4: That is what they say, but then again, I was promised torment as well, and I'm seeing precious little of that.
3: How is she doing this?
2: I wish I knew.
3: Yeah, this is, um.
2: This it's is a, a real, real puzzler. I think we might have to take it to him. Him? The Dark Lord. The unholy one.
5: Destroyer
2: of worlds. Prince of lies. The adversary. Angel of the bottomless pit. Oh, I like that one. I always forget about that one.
4: Wait, you mean Satan? (laughs) Satan. Well, I was going to suggest that in the first place, only I figured let me talk to your manager might be a little too white girl for demon mom. She really hates
2: that kind of thing. We're being summoned. Summoned? Where to? The center. Good luck with all that. Behold! The center!
4: Wait a second. You're Satan? the same. But you're a DJ on the radio station. I've seen you around town.
1: Yes, hiding in plain sight among you all these years.
4: That doesn't make a lick of sense.
1: Sure it does. And I gave you plenty of clues over the years. What do you think all those Twilight Zone references were? Wait, what? Oh, come on. Every third episode of the Twilight Zone features some assuming fellow who's ultimately revealed to be Satan.
4: I don't think I saw any of those. I remember the one where they all look like pigs and the one where the guy broke his glasses. Oh, and the one where the real monster turned out to be man. That was all of them.
1: Thank you, Jessica. That will be all.
4: You killed her!
1: You still don't really understand how this place works at all, do you?
4: Actually, I do. And I believe I have the right to challenge you to a game of chess for the fate of my soul.
1: No, that's death.
4: Oh, right. Well then, fiddle contest?
1: Do you even play the fiddle?
4: Good point. Alright, hang on. It's been a while since I read the ancient text, but wasn't there something about a trial? That's it. Son of a... Yes. You have to grant me the opportunity to defend myself, and if I win, I get to go back to Earth.
1: Fine. But you can't serve as your own defense. That's fair. And you can only choose someone to defend you from this segment of hell. A former resident of Contentment Corner.
4: Good. That's who I was going to choose anyway. What, really? Yes. I choose Case Cutchington. Done.
0: <laughs> hey, I appear not to be an in endless, indescribable agony. So, uh, that's an upgrade, I suppose. Oh, greetings, your malevolence.
4: Never mind him, you're here to defend me. What now? Look, you're obviously an even greater conman than anyone ever gave you credit for back on Earth.
0: Yes, of course. Of course I am.
1: It's certainly not possible that some demonic underling actually believed his lies and placed him in a far greater realm of punishment than he deserved.
2: Hey,
4: I'm conferring with counsel here. A little privacy? Wait, is that true, what he just said?
0: (laughs) No, no. That's, uh, obviously, I deserve the punishment I'm receiving because of all the bad stuff I did. They wouldn't do something unfair down here, would they? Oh, Language? Okay, uh, legal defense. I can totally do this, because I was a lawyer back on Earth. And a barrister. And a lawyer. Did I say lawyer already?
1: In your own time, counsel.
0: Right, uh, so, gentlemen and you, of the you, I put it to you, ipso facto. And furthermore, habeas corpus. Oh, he's good. Hey, do I get to meet Doug Llewellyn?
4: I am so boned.
0: Your Honor... Dishonor. Right, uh, of course. Uh, we demand to see the contract. What? The contract. There's always a contract, right? What are
1: you... Yes, actually, there is. We're pretty famously paperwork-driven down here.
2: Huh. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: it's huge.
4: Just read the thing. I'm going to try and stall him.
0: Do I have to? I'm falling really behind on my digging. Read. Yes, ma'am.
4: Your Dark lordship I may not be quite as well-versed in all the subtleties of the hell bureaucracy, but I do know one thing. While I'm on trial, you can't lie to me, is that correct?
1: Unfortunately, yes.
4: Well then, if that's the case... Hmm? No, not case, case. Just read. I believe you are entitled to tell me exactly why you've been interfering with the events of Contentment Corner and why you're fighting so hard to keep me in hell when I don't even, technically speaking, have a soul. Maybe I have half a soul. We'll, we'll circle back to that.
1: I mean, yes, I am entitled to reveal that. But I'm also smart enough to spot a delay tactic when I see one. So we're going to forego a lengthy, tedious info dump and keep this brief. Suits so me. You're a terrible bluffer. Right, so, long story short, we have foreseen the formation of a witch coven so powerful that Contentment Corner would be protected from interference from the underworld pretty much indefinitely. Coven? yes. Two witches, that'd be your friend Candida, and your new friend Erasure, and a demon, that'd be you. Together, you form a bond more powerful than even our dark powers could penetrate. So, I took human form and began manipulating events subtly, to push Candida into abandoning her destiny, to turn Erasure against her, and to have you banished here. So now...
0: Found something! Wait, what? Wait, What? Right here, on the first page of the contract, actually. I'm amazed you didn't already know this full city.
1: Ah, crap.
0: See, right here, uh, right at the top, it says if you repent, he has to let you go. Seriously? I mean, that's what it says. Great, I... No, don't. Repent.
1: Son of a bitch.
0: Well, that was easy. You're sending me back to digging, aren't
1: you? Oh, yes. Oh, very yes.
7: You're sure this is the place?
1: All of the magical
3: energies seem to be convening here.
2: Here? Outside the radio station? Where the acting mayor seems to be building some kind of a death ray on top of the radio tower? Also, did you just spell magical with a k? I'm so proud.
1: Behold!
2: The hell is going on up there? What?
8: Who are you? How did you get on top? <laughs>
2: About that, Felicity. Did you just kill the acting mayor?
0: She sure did, and in the process, your friend may have just saved this town. I did cool. Whoa, how'd you get down so fast? Demon, remember? Oh, yeah.
4: I'm so happy to see you, Felicity. How'd you get out of hell? It was kind of anticlimactic, actually. I was ready to mount this epic defense of my metaphysical essence, and it turned out all I needed to do was repent. What? Seriously?
3: Oh, yeah. I've read Faust. That's exactly what happened in that book. I guess the devil just counts on people not realizing that? Even though most AP English students have, you know... Red
4: Faust. So anyway, it turns out the three of us are destined to form some kind of super coven or whatever to protect the town in perpetuity and blah blah blah. Oh my god, I really want some nachos.
2: I think we can make that happen. Ladies?
0: I
3: could definitely go for some nachos.
0: Hey, so, uh, I appreciate your assistance in averting Contentment Corner's latest apocalypse, but I should probably take a statement from each of you before... Oh, they're gone. Just have to work around that, I reckon.
6: Uh, Mr. Eventide. The very same. Ah, my earthly revenge must have been enacted. <laughs> and here lies the corpse to prove it. Safe journeys, Mr. Acting Mayor.
0: Sir, please don't kick that corpse.
6: Oh, as you wish, officer. Just
8: once more. <clears throat> I still can't believe the program manager of our little radio station was none other than Satan himself. And I can and I've been saying as much since he was squatting in the lighthouse. Back when we had a lighthouse. No, you haven't. I have. I have never once heard you so much as imply that that gentleman was secretly the fallen angel Lucifer and all the time I have known you. I talk to people who aren't you, you know? Oh, really? Name three. I knew it. I was just mentally reviewing a list of all the people I talk to who are not you, and placing that list in an alphabetical order. Should we circle back to this issue at a later time? That would be appreciated. You're lucky I'm so accommodating.
5: Hey, so you must be pretty proud of your girl, Erasia. one-third of a sacred triumvirate sworn to protect the town from all manner of
8: supernatural intervention. I've always been proud of my daughter, no matter what. But... Yes. As it happens, my pride in her, which I previously believed to be somewhere in the neighborhood of Infinite, has actually expanded in the wake of her tremendous accomplishments. There's a lot of words just to say yes. I like to talk. What can I say? What can't you say? That's the real question, Ian. Ah, you knucklehead. You know I love you, you big lug. Right back at you, my friend. And I don't care who knows it, even your hundreds of other friends.
0: And now on SVFM, it's Unfathomable Enigmas for Insomniacs with your host, Aaron Fawcett. Brought to you by Winchester
7: Tires, your top spot for tires and hubcaps in the greater Zizzix County area. Evening, believers. It's 3 a.m. and it's time to start exploring the shadows. I'm your host, Aaron Fawcett, and we'll be going non-stop till 5 a.m. when Cooter the Bear arrived to send the sheep off to their meaningless day jobs. Before we open up those phone lines, I want to make something very clear. I do not repeat, do not repeat, not repeat, mm, except the official cover story offered by our local authorities regarding the events of the last 24 hours. The now former station manager of this SVFM affiliate, a close personal friend of mine, is not, and to my knowledge never has been, the earthly incarnation of the Dark Lord Satan. It's just a cover story to distract you from the real truth, which is that vandals keep climbing up on top of this station's antenna to launch... something. I have conflicting reports on this, either a water balloon filled with swamp gas or weather balloons filled with water. More information on this story as it develops. In any event, just to reiterate, I am not interested in any of your calls regarding Satan. This is a rational forum for discussing verifiable facts, and to that end, tonight's topic is number nine in my six-part series on the healing properties of Crystal Pepsi. But before we get to that, I do have one piece of information that our former program director would have read on the air himself, if not for his being run out of town on phony charges of being the metaphysical embodiment of man's inhumanity to man. Episode 25 of Contentment Corner featured Duncan Bosco as the Zaxel and Clorm, Mark Bosco as Case Cutchington and Sheriff Trace Irons, Christy Brennan as Felicity Brimstone, Robert Cooper as the narrator-slash-dark lord of All That Is Unholy, Terry Drozdak as Candida Prim, Caitlin Obam as Balaxx as Kara O'Connor as Erasure Delacruz and Zizix Jones, Matt Robotham as Aaron Fawcett, Nicole Centora as Jessica the Demon, and Ron Algarwat as Clorm and Acting Mayor Gart Campson, with a special archival appearance by Dave Fields. It was written by Ron Algarwat and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2017.
4: Winchester Tires!